This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. Let's go to the bullpen with Adam the Bull on the Bet Rivers Network. We're talking with the great Terry Francona. I know everybody poo-poos baseball fights. They're like, hey, you go out there and everybody's just talking yeah. and shoving. But when you get out there, man, those guys are big. They they get after yeah. it. And when they get after it, man, look out. It makes you a little nervous. Robin Ventura still won't talk about Nolan Ryan to, to this day. <laughs> he wants nothing with that conversation. Listen to the bullpen with Adam the Bull on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's time for a one-of-a-kind poker party. Poker Night in America is streaming live from Studio 52 in Las Vegas. Join us nightly at 8 p.m. Eastern Time as some of the biggest names in poker play in the ultimate house game. Watch on the Poker Night in America channel on YouTube and Twitch or go to PokerNight.com. Poker Night in America is back and ready to party. This is Betting Weekly, Extra Time, World Cup edition, one of the most popular markets on the Bet Rivers site ahead of the World Cup in Qatar is the top goal scorer market, the Golden Boot. Which player will score the most goals in the tournament? And here to steer you in the right direction, alongside myself, Dan Roebuck, is George Gamble, Alan Feely, and Jack Wright, three of our top handicappers. Plus, we've got RJ with us remotely to also give us his insight into one of the most popular markets that we have. And, it, of course, it will be updated as the goals go in throughout the tournament. Now, first of all, boys, I've got four questions for you. So let's get some quick-fire answers to this. This will narrow it down for those bettors wanting to know how you pick your selection. First of all, what I want to know is what is the number? How many goals do you have to score, usually, on average, to be the top goal scorer at a World Cup Finals. Uh, George, come to you first. How many do you think that a goal scorer has got to get to win the Golden Boot? Well, the average across the last five World Cups for you know to be able to claim that Golden Boot and be top scorer is exactly six. That's what obviously Harry Kane got uh, in Russia. Um, so anywhere between six and seven, but I think obviously there's been a few that have got five and won it recently. So I'd say six is probably the magic number. If you want to be in, in with a shout, you've got to be getting at least six. Alan, are we going with six? Do you think you might need more this time around? No, I think six is the, uh, the safe bet, to be honest with you. That's what I'm, that's what I'm feeling as well. OK, three sixes. It's a devilish number. <laughs> uh, Jack, are you going to go along with that? We better even it up, haven't we? Yeah. Let's make it four sixes. Yeah, only the Brazilian Ronaldo um, has, has got more than six in the last 10 World Cups. He won it with eight in 2002. Interesting. RJ, so six is the number according to the boys in the studio. Are we expecting to someone to break that sequence can we see someone getting a lot or do we see maybe a lot of goal scorers sharing it around and maybe a dead heat of six and seven players yeah i think uh i'll, I'll play devil's advocate here a little bit i think uh we'll need to see at least seven um i think there's there's a pool of talent right depending on the teams uh there's, there's a lot of goals to be shared but i think you're going to need seven plus uh this year to to take the boot okay and rj staying with you when it comes to the team that you are playing for, the nation, have you got to get to the final? Have you got to be part of a World Cup winning squad to win the Golden Boot? 
I would say, you know, obviously that that increases the likelihood, but I don't think you need to get to the uh, the final match in, in the World Cup. I think if you at least obviously advance to the to the knockout stages, uh, you, you'll get there. But I think uh, you don't need to get to the final match to, to win the Golden Boot. Jack, do you need to get to the final, do you think, to win this Golden Boot or can you score your goals early? Yeah, I don't think you need to reach the final. Obviously, it's common sense to say that the, the deeper you go into the tournament, the more games you're playing, the more chances you've got. But obviously, the games get tighter as you get further into the tournament. So I think that the, the weight of goals will be uh, from the group stages. But um, only one, again, Oleg Selenko in uh, the 90s was the last person to actually win the Golden Boot and get eliminated in the group stages. So expect to go at least to the quarterfinals, I reckon. At least the quarters, Alan. Yeah, I agree. I don't think that the group phase this season, or this summer, this winter, should I say, is... Um, Still getting used <laughs> to that. Yeah, sorry. Um, <laughs> is set up um, for stat padding. I think it's quite competitive, quite close, or well-structured, in my opinion. Um, so I do think that the further one goes in the competition, the better the chance they have. I mean, it's logical, I guess. But um, I do also believe, and we'll discuss this maybe a bit more later, that my pick for the Golden Boot, and also the person who I would pick, if I wasn't picking this person, are both people who I think will go to the final. So I'm going to say, yeah, I think going to the final this year uh, will be a benefit. George? It's a bit of an odd question. I mean, yes, getting to the final, as you've already alluded to, it certainly helps, doesn't it? But in answer to No the, guarantee. No, exactly, no guarantee. But in answer to the original question, to keep it short and concise, no, you do not need to get to the final. <laughs> to the uh, what about penalties? Do you need to be on penalties? Let's go back to RJ for this one. Have you got to be a penalty taker? So... Narrowing down my pick, I, I did look at, you know, PK takers. And, I mean, it's, if you look at the list, right, the top five or six are, are the penalty takers for their, their respective teams. Um, if I'm putting money on a play, then I'm going to be taking a, a penalty taker. Yes. Got to have the, your selection on penalties. Jack, is that the case? Because when we look at the market and we look at the outright markets in a second, obviously there are two players from France. There's more than two players from Brazil. Only one generally is going to be on pen. So, yeah, for me, it helps, but it's not essential. Alice? Yeah, I agree. I think it's kind of a normal correlation where, you know, the main man, the top goal scorer, will be on penalties. So, what came first, the chicken or the egg? That's the <laughs> question, in my opinion. George? I feel like it's going to be a carbon copy of my previous answer. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it helps, but it's not essential. Uh, we're trying to narrow it down for everyone. You've got to go deep into the competition. You've got to be on penalties, certainly. And we're looking for six, maybe seven to win this market. Uh, right, let's talk about the market. This is how the market looks as it stands at the moment. Harry Kane is our joint favourite, plus 900, with Kylian Mbappe, plus 900. Lionel Messi... Uh, plus 1,300, as you can see. Uh, same price about Karim Benzema as well. A little bit bigger, in fact, there. Plus 1,500, plus 1,700. Uh, Neymar, we get bigger with Ronaldo, plus 1,800. 2,100, Lukaku, not quite sure how many games he's going to play, if he's going to play. He is in the Belgium squad. You could say the same about Memphis Depay as well. He hasn't played for Barcelona for the last month or two. Plus 2,100, Gabriel Jesus, plus 2,400. That's another Brazilian to mention. Lautaro Martinez, 2,400. Same price as Richarlison. And then Alvaro Morata at 3,300. Uh, let's get some thoughts on Harry Kane, first of all. Um, uh, Jack, he was the Golden Boot winner last time around. Got six goals. He started the Premier League season in really good form. Should we back the Englishman to win the Golden Boot this time around? Well, he's going to have to set history if he's going to win it. Um, no player's ever won it twice. So 
Uh, I think, yeah, England's talisman. We know what he's about as a goal scorer. You'd say that he's in his prime as far as his age is concerned, 29 years of age going into this tournament. And we know he generally kind of hits peak form around this time of the season. So I think one of the benefits for him is that he's, rather than at the end of a season, he's going into it when he's normally now going in for, in for a big run. But saying that, he has started the season well for Tottenham. Um, 11 goals, I think, at time of recording. So uh, absolutely a big chance and the main threat for England, of course, who should go deep and are in a fairly decent group. They are indeed. And George, when we look at Harry Kane and we look at that England squad, you tend to think that most of the goals are going to be scored by him, the way that it's set up. It's a, it's a team set up for Harry Kane to succeed, isn't it? Exactly that. You know, it's... He's such a good finisher. There aren't many players in world football who are better inside the box at finishing than Harry Kane. Um, you look at the likes of Raheem Sterling. Yes, obviously they can chip in here and there, but you're completely right. This whole England side looks set up for Harry Kane to score the goals. We briefly mentioned about you know, spot takers, penalty kicks. He'll be on those as well. I'm praying he's not on corners. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, so uh, I think he's a potentially great pick to do it. Obviously, Jack's already mentioned that uh, it's not happened too often, but hopefully he can do it again. You know, he's in with a shout of obviously becoming England's top goal scorer as well, chasing down Wayne Rooney. Um, I just, I think it's set up for him. And I think he's definitely going to be able to score, for me, at least four. So I really like that plus 900 on Harry Kane. Looks, yeah, looks to be in a decent group, doesn't he? Looks to be able to get chances early on to to rack up a few because that's what he did in the previous World Cup, Alan. Managed to score uh, against the, the likes of Panama, wasn't it, last time around? So I tend to think he's probably a worthy favourite. Definitely. Um, I think he's the kind of player too. We know his relationship with Tom Brady, for instance. We know that he thinks himself as a, a moments player and there's no moment greater in the World Cup, especially given that it's unlikely he's going to leave Spurs for... Uh, Man City or a Bayern Munich anytime soon, it seems that chance has kind of gone. So I think that in his eyes, this tournament is, you know, the be-all and the end-all. It's what he's going to be remembered for as a player when he retires, when, whether he can lead England to glory and, you know, score as many goals as he can or ultimately fall short and, you know, end the, end the winter trophyless. Um, I just think that, you know, whether that's going to happen or not is up for debate, but I think he's going to be absolutely prepared for it. And I also think that working under Antonio Conte, um, and the fitness team that Kante brings with him to each club um, during the summer. And as uh, Jack mentioned, the timing of this tournament will change that a bit because all the Spurs players, in my opinion, will be really, really fit and in really, really good shape. Um, so they're coming to the tournament kind of fully running and um, really ready to go. Um, and that could be a big benefit because normally it's at the end of a long, hard Premier League season where maybe those methods are almost negative because players kind of ease, ease up a bit, you know. So... I think it's going to be very interesting. I think he's a worthy favourite. Yeah, RJ could be a big factor in Kane's favour, couldn't it? Because usually we're looking at Harry Kane and we're thinking he's played 55 games, he's fatigued, he's not going to be massively on it this time around. You tend to think it could be made for Kane to go back-to-back -back and win uh, Golden Boots again. Yeah, it could be one heck of a story. As uh, Jack said, it's going to be difficult to repeat, but uh, the form should be peak. Uh, you know, he's got the, the talent around him to help make that happen. Um, he certainly has a great chance in the group stages paired up against uh, Wales, Iran, and and, and U.S. to uh, to bag a couple in in the in the group stage. So I, you know, I, I can't disagree that uh, he's got a great chance to uh, to repeat. I just I don't I don't think the likelihood of it happening is is uh, is realistic. Well, plus nine hundred for Harry Kane, George. You're uh, putting your colours to the masses. It's one of your selections, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. It's it's definitely one that I'm selecting. I think. Particularly in these group stages, as you, you know, as Alan's already mentioned, he's he's a moment kind of player. 
And when you, I think these could be quite tough opening games. England as well, they take a while to warm up into tournaments. Um, so for me, I think he's going to be the man that can come up with those moments to see, you know, to see us through in those difficult matches. So for me, I mentioned obviously I can definitely score at least four goals, but I think he could see probably four, maybe even in the group stages. Who knows? And then going further on, I just think a plus nine hundred is still a big price, but I think he's the worthy favourite. And just from a value perspective, he's right, right, definitely rightly at the top of that uh, leaderboard for me in terms of the market. Um, but just that price alone is so tempting, considering how natural a goal scorer he is, and given that as you previously mentioned. This team's set up for him. It's set up for him to get those moments and to get on the score sheet and take England through. Uh, what to talk about Karen Bentabar uh, next. Alan, is he going to be the main man for France? Is it going to be Mbappe? We've got the prices again and Mbappe is shorter than Benzema. But Benzema, with his club form for Real Madrid, of course, last season, he had such a fantastic calendar year. Could he be a better bet than Mbappe? When we look at the prices there, Benzema plus 1,500 and Mbappe plus 900. If you had to choose between one of those two, which one would it be? Before I answer, I think it's an interesting question because it's evident in other big nations too, like Argentina with Martinez and uh, Lionel Messi, Brazil with Hesharlison uh, and Neymar. It's kind of a question where, you know, who is going to score more goals, the creator or the finisher? So, you know, and that's the dynamic, I think, that exists in France too. I mean, obviously, Mbappe isn't very content playing in that kind of pivot role. He's been playing for PSG, first playing on the left side, which he will do with France because Karen Benzema will lead the line. Um, and they're a really good partnership. They're very, they have a very good synergy together. Um, I think it's going to be very interesting to see him do it at a major tournament together because, of course, Benzema wasn't in the squad for the 2018 World Cup because of, um, you know, off-field issues and relationship with Didier Deschamps. Um, I think that Benzema's form this season hasn't been great. Um, for a couple of factors. I think one was a natural decline from last year where you were never going to replicate that form and that he showed in the Champions League and La Liga for Real Madrid. And then also I think he is very much gearing up towards this World Cup with everything, everything he has because, as I mentioned, he missed the last World Cup. His French career is, you know, pretty unglamorous for a player of his talents. Um, and the fact that he's 34 years old now, he's in... He's, it's crazy to say he's in the prime of his career because, of course, he's technically past his prime. But in reality, he is in the prime of his career because he's in the best form of his life. So I really do think that he's a very good bet, too, for the long odds. I mean, plus 1,500 is quite long for a player of his caliber. I'm worried about maybe his form. But I do think that once the kind of first whistle goes to Qatar, he will be on the money completely. I think it would be the case for several players who aren't in great form coming into the tournament. But once it begins in that new environment, that new kind of atmosphere, and they'll really show their best, um, their best football. So I think it's a difficult question to answer, but I think both, you can make arguments for both Mbappe and for Benzema to score the most goals. I guess Mbappe will be on penalties here, just looking at the, the France recent results. He will take them ahead of Benzema. That might just be the reason he's plus 900 and Benzema is a bigger price. Yeah, I think so. Um, for me, I think probably Mbappe is the most frightening uh, prospect as a defender that you'd face at the moment because he's just got everything. Obviously, the age that he's got, the pace that he's got, it's electric, terrifying acceleration will just get away from you in seconds. And he's obviously a very good finisher as well. Um, so, yeah, my, my money, if you were giving me some, some a free bet on this one, then I, I, I would go with, with um, Mbappe. Yeah, Tunisia and Australia in the group stages as well, you tend to think that one, both could make hay before we get to the knockout stages. Yeah. yeah. I'm just very reluctant with France, because on paper, you look at their squad and think they should absolutely decimate everyone. They've got an absolute embarrassment of attacking talent. 
in that squad. Every tournament, for me, I always get excited to watch them and see all these players coming together. And I always feel a little bit disappointed because they'll maybe get a 1-0 win here, maybe lucky to get a 2-0 win there. But the performances, you know, they just they don't blow teams away. So for me, I'm very reluctant to be backing any of this French squad for the, for the top goalscorer market. I think they do what needs to be done and their experience and their goal just gets them through. We've seen that plenty of times before with this France side when they're up against sides that realistically they should be beating quite comfortably. Um, for me, I'm just, you know, I, for example, Harry Kane, Kylian Mbappe, the same price to, to finish top goalscorer and I don't think that's right, personally. As scary as Kylian Mbappe is, mm-hmm. you know, Alan mentioned it perfectly, who's going to get more goals, the assist or the provider? Um, yeah, I, I just wouldn't be comfortable with, uh, with either of those two. I think also there's also the implosion question. <laughs> um, I mean, we all know what's happening in French football for the last six months. There's lots going on, witch doctors, off-field scandals, <laughs> commercial arguments. <clears throat> Mbappe isn't being involved directly in some of those. So let's see if they can maintain their harmony. Uh, normally, as we know, the French national team, they can't. So that could be a factor too. There are an accident waiting to happen and, and they have been terribly out of form in internationals going into the World Cup. So we'll see if that continues. Could be an interesting uh, first couple of games for them, but certainly the, the possibility is there for them to, to rip it up. But as you say, generally have been disappointing when the time comes in against those kind of teams, certainly recently. RJ, there is no love whatsoever in the studio when it comes to the two French players <laughs> in the top uh, goal scorer market. Um, can you make a case for them or would you rather not? <laughs> uh, I, I'd rather not. I actually have it. <laughs> In my uh, Champions League future for top goal scorer, and I think that's enough for me. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I agree with every, everything everybody said. I, I think, you know, when I look at France, um, there's just uh, too many chefs in the kitchen, I'll call it, right? There's a lot of, lot of uh, goals to be had amongst the team. And, you know, I agree uh, with what George said about the, the price between Mbappe and, and, and Kane at, at plus 900. I, I think that's that's off. And, um yeah, I'm 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 passing on on both the Frenchmen. Okay, no bets, no love at all no for bets. Mbappe or uh, Benzema. Uh, let's move on to a player that everyone can get behind, I think. But when it comes to Golden Boot, maybe not. Lionel Messi, uh, plus twelve hundred. There's going to be uh, an awful lot of focus uh, on the Argentine, plus thirteen hundred. I was scribbling down my notes last night, so he just drifted out a little bit here. There's always Jack an awful lot of focus on Lionel Messi. The general consensus is it's his last tournament. Um, I think he's relatively short for Golden Ball because that's via a vote rather than anything else. Yeah. Is he going to score um, the most goals at the World Cup final? I don't think he is, but I do know a man that does. <laughs> Would you want to go to him? I don't know. I, I was going to go to Alan last because okay. we know that Alan likes it. I, I, <laughs> I'm trying to make the case against Okay, him. that's fine. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's difficult You've to make, asked me, yeah, it's wow. difficult to yeah, make the case. Yeah. Can we pick another player, please, <laughs> for me to have a case against? Because let's face it, he's sensational. He has been for as long as I could remember. Um, he's had a great season like last season. Possibly he could have made a case for the fact that he, you know, if the World Cup was last year, he wasn't in good form. He, he was unsettled. Obviously, all everything that was going on around that, that move to France and... and how he then performed, then, yes, you could possibly say, yeah, he's not going to be there or there. It's not your selection here. You're struggling to make a case. I am struggling to make a case, yeah, because what can you say about the guy? My um, only thing I I would suggest is that he will be the focal point for the teams that are going to be trying to um, stop Argentina. Um, 
stop Messi and potentially they've got a lot of other players around him. But I think he'll be the focal point to try and, uh, and, and be stopped and therefore will create space for others around him. And I, he's also not bad at assisting. Look, look I'll, I'll go to RJ with this one. I think Jack makes a good point here. There's so much focus on Messi. Every single um, team will be looking to stop Messi. Usually they can't do it anyway. But as, and Alan's alluded to this already, RJ. It's like potentially the goals might come from elsewhere. Remember the 86 final Maradona didn't score in that, but he created so much for so many other players. Do we see Messi um, as value at plus 1300 to be the golden boot winner, RJ? No, I, I don't see a ton because, as as Jack said, I agree. It's you know he's got a target on his back. He's the he's the you know the leader of that squad, and and I think you know there's better plays uh, from from the Argentine team, and I think there's better players that you know, obviously like Latoro Martinez, uh, for example, that that could could potentially get more than Messi. I mean, you know, Messi's probably the PK or, or likely the penalty taker. But yeah, he does have a target on his back, and anytime you have that, right, you just you're going to attract more attention, and it's going to be just a bit more difficult for you to to be consistent. I mean, he's got seven goals and 15 World Cup qualification matches uh, against you know poorer sides, so I, I think he's going to face more 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 challenge here, and and I don't see a ton of value in Messi at plus 1300. Slowly uh, but surely, we are building the case <laughs> against Lionel Messi, George. I'm inclined to agree with what the guys have said personally and also sorry Alan I know you're really <laughs> um, we kind of mentioned it before as well when you said assist to provider who's going to get the more goals and I think the fact that you know realistically this is Messi's his, his last World Cup you know he's going to be going mm -hmm. all out to try and secure that trophy he's not going to care if it's him who scores if he can put it on the plate for someone else he's not the most selfish player um, and it's, in fact that's one thing I, I love about Lionel Messi and part of the reason I think he is the best player to have graced the game or the best player I've ever seen um, and he's just not selfish and I think sometimes with a top goal scorer I personally believe you need to have that someone who's going to be a bit selfish in those situations because mm -hmm. they know for a fact they're probably the best chance that their team has of scoring um, and Messi isn't that he's just phenomenal at everything but he will happily square it across if he's one-on-one -on -one, he'll happily square it just to make sure they get a goal we've seen it time and time again for him so for me I wouldn't want to be going with Lionel Messi but just as a football fan if he did manage to do it I'd be absolutely elated Plus 1,300, um, Alan, uh, this is your selection for the Golden Boot winner. Tell us why Lionel Messi is going to score more goals than everyone else in Qatar. Well, you know, when he joined, when he left Barcelona last summer, he didn't join PSG. He basically went full-time with Argentina and moonlighted for PSG. <laughs> his whole un, and there's no other player in that pick of those players there who have the same mentality, the same attitude, not one. They're all still focused on their club goals, with Mbappe. Mess Real Madrid, you know, Harry Kane going to Man City potentially, whereas with, with Cristiano Ronaldo warming the bench for Manchester United, <laughs> uh, you know, Romelu Lukaku, you know, not playing for Internazionale, you know, Karen Benzema not in great form, it goes on and on, you know, um, whereas with Lionel Messi, he's been 100% focused on Argentina um, ever since last summer when he uh, won the Copa America, you know, Argentina's first major title since 1993 on Brazilian soil at the Maracanã, the the scene where they lost the uh, 2014 World Cup final. Um, and, you know, after that game, it was quite clear that this is the thing that was, you know, weighing heavily on him from all these years. Um, he, there was a clip released this week of him giving a team talk before that game, before the final against Brazil in Rio de Janeiro. And um, it was quite clear the way he was speaking. It was very moving, very eloquent, very heartfelt. 
Um, it's and interesting the timing of the release of that video. As yeah, well. for sure, yeah. for sure, because he was talking about you know Emiliano Martinez and Leandro Paredes and how they missed the the, the births of their daughter and son to make it to that game, basically, um, and how you know they are as a group and how that group is the most beautiful thing he's ever lived in his entire footballing career. It's his priority, um, and I think that the form he's in for PSG this year, if you watch PSG, he is like a demon once again, genuinely. Like he's a world-class attacking midfielder. That's playmaker who will, as George said, lay on unselfishly for other players for sure. Um, and they've other targets in that team they can they can hit. Um, but I do think that when it comes to the ball dropping in zone 14 at the edge of the box, he's the man who's going to be arrowing shots left, right and centre. And I don't care who you are, you can't stop those shots when he's on form. I genuinely believe that this is a unique opportunity where we have a player who is probably the greatest player of all time so absolutely laser focused for a four week period it's never happened before never not with this much at stake not with this much jeopardy given it's his last chance not with this much of an opportunity given how good the team is so i really do think that while i can see the arguments against it, it makes sense i think that messi once he touches down in qatar uh, next week or wherever it is um, and begins to play i really do think he's going to be uh, putting on quite a show because he's not done it yet all through his world cup career He's always disappointed to a degree. He's never scored the goals we expected him to in the finals. Um, I think this year will be different. And I think it was evidenced by the Cup America showing last, last summer when he scored so many goals and created so many goals and won the golden ball and the golden boot. So yeah, that's why I'm backing Lino. If you want to back a different Argentine top goal scorer pick, um, uh, Jack, you've got one for us, haven't you? Yeah, I... I... I've looked at the odds and I do like a little bit more bang from a buck when it comes down to my goal scorer picks. And uh, that name just lifted off the page for me, to be fair. Lothario Martinez. Nice odds. Um, I think it's about 2,400 at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, I think that's a sensational price for a player that's been in good form, um, performed well over the last four seasons at Inter Milan, um, is well regarded as well. I did a little bit of digging to see what the kind of his peers or, or, or Former managers have said about him. Um, Pochettino said that he, he was like one of the best strikers that he's worked with, and he's worked with some good ones. Um, Hernan Crespo as well um, put out there saying that, that again, some, uh, an Inter Milan, an Argentine legend, uh, and compared him to another one in Sergio Aguero. So not a bad finisher there. So some good comparisons. Um, I think he's got it all uh, as far as he's got pace, he's got trickery, he works hard. He's a little bit of a shoe-in as far as the starting for Argentina Absolutely. is concerned. Uh, the manager certainly likes him and wants to, wants to play him there. And he's not got a bad bloke he plays up front with either. So uh, <laughs> that messy lad might well be setting him a couple of chances up as well. So the interesting thing uh, going against Messi as far as the, his goals for this season, I think he scored 11 at the moment for PSG. He's 14 assists for PSG in the same period of time. So, you know, the, the fact... Go to George's argument there. He's happy to, you know, I think because of the amount of goals he scored over the years, Messi, you kind of overlook a little bit of the fact that he's also racked up heaven knows how many assists as well. And Martinez is obviously going to be the main beneficiary of that being up there with him. So um, he, he went toe to toe with him as far as um, goals were concerned in qualifying, scored seven, same as Messi. Um, he scored five in the Copa Triumph as well of 2021. And the good thing about that was they were all singles. All single goals, so scored in five separate games. And um, so going back to one of your questions at the top, I think they've got a group that they can go and exploit as far as getting goals in that. Saudi Arabia, Mexico, Poland are all sides that, that you'd expect 
potentially coming out of that group with say maybe four four goals at that stage. And I do expect Argentina to go deep into the tournament and therefore give Martinez the chance to um, to rack up more goals. Yeah, I like that. Good value as well. Twenty four hundred uh, at the moment. If you like to, if you like uh, Latano Martinez and following Jack in for Golden Boot, we've got Golden Boot. We've got two more tips. Uh, to bring you one from George, one from RJ. I'll get to those in just a second, but um, it would be remiss of us all not to talk about uh, Ronaldo when it comes to uh, the Golden Boot. I think, I mean, he's high in the market. He's plus eighteen hundred. He's ruined Manchester United at the moment. Is he going to ruin Portugal in it? I just want to get everyone's thoughts on, on, on Ronaldo because no, no one's tipping him here uh, for uh, for Golden Boot honors. But plenty might do, RJ. I mean, you look, you look at his goal-scoring record and it's fantastic. <clears throat> and if you talk about players who only want to do one more thing and you talk about Messi winning a World Cup, um, well, Ronaldo hasn't won the World Cup yet, obviously. Uh, not really been starting for Manchester United. I, I mean, has he saved himself? Do we expect suddenly the Ronaldo of old in Qatar, do you think? <laughs> Well, he's he's certainly well rested, right? Um, I I think, I think uh, you know to everyone's point, right? Just going back to Messi quick about, um, you know him him's kind of being uh, the expectations were less than than expected. Um, him being less selfish, right? Ronaldo's the guy that's gonna you know get the headers off corners. He's gonna be the guy that just makes plays off set pieces. Um, you know, I, I don't know what form we'll expect him. Uh, I, I Obviously, he'll be ready to go. He always usually is when he's on the field. But I'm, I'm not I'm not sold on him to contribute as, as much as maybe what the odds are saying. You know, top six of, of golden boot options. I think he falls short of that. Um, I, I think the squad is, is arguably a little less uh, deep. Uh, you know, I like Argentina better from a perspective. So if you're talking the Messi or Ronaldo conversation, you know, the odds state it, but I think Messi's obviously got the better chance, especially as Alan said, with his, his free kick prowess, he's just able to find the net so beautifully. I think he's going to put on a show. I don't see that type of show or, um, you know, power coming from Ronaldo, um, that I would from other players. So for me, Ronaldo just, I don't know, especially lately doesn't do it for me. George Ronaldo. The only reason he is in the top six of the market is purely based on his name, nothing else. Mm -hmm. Sorry, but he's this. I've watched him quite often this season, and if we we're having this conversation two, even what three years ago, maybe there'd be a, a case there. He he is nowhere near the other people in that market in the top six. I personally don't think he's going to have a great tournament. Watching for United, he just seems to be a yard of the pace. Chances that he would mm -hmm. usually lap up just seem to go begging. Um, and he just. It's, just, it's age, isn't it? It catches up with you. And I think we're finally seeing that with, with Ronaldo personally. I just think things are a little bit slower. Things aren't happening as quickly. And I just don't see him finishing anywhere near the top goal scorers here. I, I certainly would not have a single, any, any kind of money, anything at all. On that price of plus 1,800, there's plenty of players there, mm -hmm. sort of even after him, at much bigger prices that I'd rather have a play on than him. I just don't think he'll finish anywhere near can we find any positivity about the Portuguese? I mean, RJ, RJ was, was talking about the fact that, you know, he is the selfish guy. He is the bloke who's going to think, well, it's me, me, me. I mean, does that count for anything with Golden Boot Market? Yes. Maybe? You know what? Ronaldo, can you believe we're having a conversation about Ronaldo that he... If he wasn't in the top six of the betting, we wouldn't no, do. But, he's, you know. he's no, he's not deemed good enough for Man United. Can you believe we're having that conversation this, this year? And that there's questions were, were posed to Santos saying... 
are you going to play Ronaldo? And he's like, of course I'm playing Ronaldo. Yeah. So, but the fact that that, that question is even posed is, is remarkable. But all I would say is an angry Ronaldo with a, I would say a chip on his shoulder, but I'd say a point to prove is a dangerous one. Um, he hasn't completely lost it. Yes, I think the, the edge has been taken off a little bit. But he's got his own personal agendas that he's searching for. He's not come out and said this will be his last World Cup, but at 37, it's likely to be, let's face it, isn't it? But um, he'll be the first goal scorer if and when he scores in this tournament to score in five World Cups. No one's ever done that before. So that'll be one thing you want to tick off. Um, obviously, he's not scored in any knockout stages of the World Cup either. Same as Lionel Messi, of course, as well. I both want to be ticking that one off. Um, but he, he's got those drivers um, and he is going to be the focal point of this Portugal side because that's how Santos wants them to play. So he will get his chances. Um, they have got a, a, quite an interesting group. Um, so I can see him scoring goals, but I, yeah, look, not if, you, if you want me to give an answer, yes yeah. or no, I wouldn't be touching him. Not, not enough for God to be very briefly on Ronaldo. Alan. Anything else to add? Well, whatever about Manchester United, Portugal were in Spain's group in the Nations League, so I saw them in the flesh when they played in home and away. And in Braga, um, I was looking at him and I was like, this guy is like an old man. He's like an old man. <laughs> and I hate to say it because obviously Cristiano is a legend. I mean, he's one of the greatest players ever graced the game, but he's just not at that top level anymore. And I just don't believe that, given all the tumultuous nature of his last six months at Manchester United, he'd be in the right space mentally or physically to go and do anything in Qatar. And I get the, the argument, the anger argument, it makes sense as well. But I just think that with Cristiano, he seems to, that seems to become more stroppiness than, you know, Michael Jordan's style focus range. So, yeah, I definitely wouldn't back Cristiano for Golden Boot. Okay. Make sure he doesn't watch this. Let, drop me a line. <laughs> yeah, oh no, don't, don't watch this. He'll ignore our handshakes like Gary Neville yeah. and uh, We'll be we'll ahead. <laughs> uh, two more selections before we wrap up um, the Golden Boot uh, preview one from rj one from george we'll go to george first because this is a shorter one of the two george who else do you like when it comes to golden boot well my, my passion thinking was mainly that i do favor the south american sides here both argentina and uh, brazil you know guitar it's going to be so hot it's going to be insanely hot and i just feel you know the south american sides are going to be better equipped to deal with that it's still going to be a struggle um, but I fancy both of them to go quite far in this tournament. And for me, the one that really stuck out was seeing Neymar priced up at plus 1,700. Um, I just think that's a massive price from a player who's going to be probably one of the main, if not the main goal scorer for Brazil in this tournament. I look at you know, other forwards for, for Brazil. Gabriel Jesus, I've seen a lot of him. Great player, great tenacity, not a finisher, not a natural finisher. Um, you know, he does perform well for Brazil, but I just think, is he going to score more goals than Neymar? Probably not. Um, and Richarlison, again, he's not hit the ground running really with Spurs, is he, in terms of goal scoring. So Neymar was the main one for me. It doesn't matter where he plays, if he plays wide, if he plays through the middle, he's always there or thereabouts. He, you know, in qualifying, he was absolutely phenomenal. And he wasn't, doesn't just stat pad, you know, he, he's scoring goals against the likes of Uruguay, who are very tough sides. So the sides that he's going to be facing here, they're not going to face him. They're, they're up against Serbia, Switzerland and Cameroon in the group. Um, so I think he should absolutely hit the ground running and... I want Brazil, and I think they will, go far in this tournament. Neymar's got to be the main pick to be top goal scorer. And yeah, that price of plus 1,700 just stuck out to me. I'd, I'd have it a little bit lower than that. So purely from a value perspective, Neymar made plenty of sense. Speaking about value, biggest price selection of all of our handicaps, uh, handicappers, uh, incidentally, comes from RJ. 
who uh, is going to give us his selection and the reasoning why this um, young man, or not so much young these days, but plus 3,300, RJ, you'll pick. Tell us who it is. Tell us why you like him. Yeah, so I went with uh, Alvaro Morata of Spain, plus 3,300, as you said, the 30-year-old forward from Atletico Madrid. Has a fairly strong season at the start of La Liga. Um, five goals in 14 matches. He's he's consistently getting on the score sheet for Spain and in international fixtures. Six goals in 14 matches. Um, you know, in in in, in Atletico, he plays with uh, Anton Griezmann, where he shares uh, the co-lead for for team goals. Right, so he's uh, he's contributed with with strong talent alongside of him. Uh, one important item to mention, as we already talked about at the beginning of the show, which I'm glad you mentioned was, you know, I looked at a player at a, at a value price that also will be taking penalties and, and Murata will be the guy taking penalties. I expect him to get a, you know, a good shot in the, uh, in the, in the, in the group stages. Um, you know, he has strong talent around him, right? He's got Fernand Torres, Sarabia of PSG, he'll likely lead up top. Uh, Ansu Fati was a surprise announcement and uh, he'll also be waiting in the wings. And, Spain are group favorites, right? Minus 112 to win the group uh, alongside Germany at plus 115. They play Costa Rica and Germany in the group stages. Japan, uh, sorry, Costa Rica and Japan. Japan is, um, I think, a sneaky side, right? I think they're fairly strong defensively. I, I think Murad is going to need at least a couple goals here in the group stages if he has a shot. It is a bit of a reach, but I, I like the chances. And it's a side that I expect to go fairly deep in the tournament as well. Wonderful stuff. Let's just remind everyone of uh, the boys' selections then when it comes to uh, the Golden Boot. Uh, Alan likes Lionel Messi at plus 1,300 at the moment. Jack is weighing in with Latara Martinez, also of Argentina, plus 2,400. Uh, George Harry Kane uh, to go back-to-back -back when it comes to Golden Boots and plus 900 at the moment. Neymar, the Brazilian, plus 1,700. And RJ, as we've just heard likes Alvaro Marata of Spain. Big price, value play, uh, plus 3,300. Many thanks uh, to uh, RJ, who's uh, stateside, and also to all the gang in the studio, uh, Alan, George, and Jack. That wraps it up for the Golden Boots preview. Check out all the prices we've got when it comes to um, the individual uh, nation's uh, goal scorers markets. Uh, the squads have only just come out over the last 24 hours, 48 hours or so, and more to be announced as we're filming. So Bet Rivers will have uh, individual markets if you fancy any particular player to be, for example, top Cameroon or top Tunisian scorer and so on and so forth. All those markets on the website and stay across all of our content over the course of the World Cup uh, by staying close to our Twitter handle at Because We Win. Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly Extra Time on the Bet Rivers Network. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider.